So for lack of a better uh, term here, we're going to be talking about this Manosphere topic that you've heard a lot of, you know, um, uh, male YouTubers, content creators talking about surrounding their frustrations and difficulties with dating American and Western women these days. The the tides are turning, you know, and, you know, a lot of traditional cis-hetero males are not pleased. Um, but what does that, what does that mean, you know? on the LGBTQ plus side of things. Uh, is there the same experience going on? I might not be the best person to ask, but we're gonna jump into that topic, see where we go with it. Um, but let's check in about this morning. Um, so in the previous pilot slash intro for the month of March, I don't know if I'm going to do every month like an intro, but last month in February kind of did. I think I slacked a bit on the black history. Um, I mean, I did record about it on another um, podcast uh, called Theory and Theology. And um, that one talks more about you know, conspiracy theories, religious theories, cult theories, all kinds of weird stuff, um, and just holidays in general, usually, like, holidays and time periods of different types of observance, sometimes I'll talk about those and dive into those for the month, if it's, like, a month thing, or, like, you know, talk about things like Hanukkah or whatever, um, um, so yeah, some of it's like Bible stuff. I'm not trying to convert anybody to any religion. It's just, you know, I try to talk about things that I was raised with too, because I have a better base in it and I kind of have like a history with certain content that I've consumed over decades of my life. So it's kind of easier to kind of branch off. So say for example... If I were talking about Easter and Christianity and then talking about, like, the different councils during early Christian church history of, like, how they decided what day to celebrate Easter because technically Easter is not, like, a Bible holiday. Like, stuff like that. Kind of going more into, like, history and thoughts about it. Not so much, like, 
telling people where to go to church or whatever. Like, I'm, I'm not interested in that. If people want to find that information, they will find it for themselves. It has nothing to do with me. Um, I don't, I mean, I don't think I'm any authority on, like, religion, and I can't tell people what to believe or think. Uh, I have no problem with people believing whatever they want to believe, and so I'm not even going to try to promote any, any kind of religion. I just talk about it from time to time because I was raised in a religion, and then I don't really deal with it, um... And a lot of it does have some significance to being an LGBT person, but I know it's also a triggering and not so popular topic Uh, on this podcast. People don't seem to want to listen to those types of episodes because it's probably triggering or they think it's going to go in some direction that's like preachy. And so I just don't really post about it on here. Um... But I did do, like, a Black History Month topic with, like, African religions over there. Um, I didn't do a whole lot because it took a lot of research, so I didn't post a whole lot. Um, I posted more during Kwanzaa, but, you know, I'm trying. Um, But over here, we're not going to really talk about... um, I mean, Black History Month is over we had a a leap year extra day that I was not even aware of (laughs) until like the week of of the last week of of February um and now we're in the month of March and I've talked briefly briefly about you know what are your goals for the month of March it's a new month you know a lot of people set fitness goals we did talk a little bit at the end or beginning of this year about you know the benefits or you know do people set new year's resolutions i don't even remember if i talked about my new year's resolutions on here but you know i'm trying to continue towards my health goals it doesn't necessarily mean only gym but i'm trying you know like it takes me a while in the mornings like this morning i woke up and i was like i woke up too early i wasn't feeling great like i kind of had this negative mindset and I kind of, it kind of went away after a while. Like, I woke up at 5. I wasn't feeling great around 5. But then around 7, I got up again. I woke up again. I was still laying there. And I was like, I felt a little better around 7. And I was able to kind of get my mindset just laying there. Just kind of like, okay, what do I actually want to do today? Like, and there was a part of me that I was kind of like debating with internally in my head there was a part of me that was like sleep in you know find some unhealthy food that's going to be a quick quick thing to eat like we have these uh oh man they're terrible for you these pies you know those old school pies that come in that like wax paper but I think they're from smart and final that first street brand they they're like these little sugary pies they're almost shaped like like an empanada but like a little bigger and they're filled with just like not even real cherries they're like syrupy candy cherries or something i don't know if they're candied but it's basically just sugar and it's over 400 calories for one of those pies and i did already eat one on like friday 
And this morning, I was waking up and I was like, you know, it's high calories. I could just eat that for breakfast and not have to cook. And then I was like, yeah, that's a terrible idea, you know, because I was like, that's not going to give me enough nourishment or motivation. You know, it's going to make me less motivated knowing that I started out my week. My first meal of the new week was trash, you know, literally trash. Like there's not any value, like what the crust of the pie is. Maybe it's healthy, but it's filled with sugar. It's not healthy. It's not like a fortified wheat or anything. There's no health benefit to that. And I already had one the other day when I shouldn't have had one. So to have two within like pretty much the same weekend, like, come on, not a good idea. This is how I was talking to myself. I wasn't trying to like put myself down, but I was like coaching myself through it. Like, dude, you know that this week you've got to get in 150 minutes worth of exercise. You know that this week you've got goals for your weight to not um, be like fluctuating too much. Why start? early in the in the month and early in the week with the worst possible thing in the house to eat for breakfast this is a terrible idea um the other side of me was like okay what could you cook this quick like okay boiled eggs boiled eggs you you, all you got to do is put them in the in the pan and water and then come back and turn them off when they're done or you can do it like the real way and you know wait till the water boils come back turn it off and then keep them under uh, under the lid for 10 minutes um, so either way it's gonna take either 10 minutes or a little less than 20 minutes if I just boil them all the way through without coming back to turn off the pan I could boil them for like uh, 16 minutes 17 minutes ish and they'll be fully boiled so either 10 minutes or 17 minutes for eggs. Organic. Are they organic? I need to look at them again. They might not be organic. They might just be free range. But either way, you know, two eggs, 70 calories each. Um, and I didn't know we had avocados. So when I was boiling the eggs, I was like rummaging around and I was like, what else do I have? So I was going to have boiled eggs and frozen green beans and toast. And I was like, that sounds terrible, right? Like, but I was like, okay, green beans, I can just put them in the pan, you know, while the eggs are boiling. And frozen green beans do not take that much to cook either. Just throw them in the pan and boil them. So I put maybe three cups worth of green beans and a little skillet with some water. It was basically boiling, but I put them in a skillet just put a little bit of salt and pepper and then I saw the avocados and then I saw these little hush puppies that my mom made that were kind of like you know we kind of keep like breads and stuff like on the table like covered so they don't get like stale so I saw those and I was like it's either toast or that kind of bread the hush puppies so I took two little hush puppies through put them in the oven and then I was doing my multitasking you know go in the bathroom do my bathroom stuff drink my coffee have a, you know 
needed the coffee while all the stuff was boiling in, in the oven. And then I saw that there was an avocado. I cut up an avocado, one avocado. And I was like, okay, so now, you know, I'm saving the green beans for later. So now I have vegetables that are cooked already. All I got to do is throw them in the microwave. We have chicken that's already made. We have some other leftovers. So whatever I'm eating, I've got green beans. We've got cabbage that's already been cooked as leftovers from some pot stickers we had the other day. We just didn't really get through all the cabbage. So I can have cabbage and green beans with some kind of meat. I mean, it's not the most appealing sounding thing, but when I thought of it, I'm like, okay, this is not pie. This is not snacks. This is like legit food. So with the breakfast, basically what I ended up having for breakfast was coffee, um, a couple boiled eggs, some sausages, turkey sausages. They're like those brown and serve sausages. No, they're not healthy, but whatever. I had a hot dog of God only knows what brand, like a turkey hot dog. I was like, let me get the, get the protein, get my energy up. Those two little uh, small hush puppies um, that were homemade, by the way, from the other day, um, and an avocado, and then I had some, I saw this container of, kind of like a, a fruit salad, but I didn't really want fruit salad, um, I think we have chicken salad in there, too, so, um, but fruit salad, I didn't really want fruit. Uh, there, there was bananas in there, but there were also peaches and mandarin oranges. Again, canned food, and the bananas probably weren't canned. Um, did they even have canned bananas? But basically, there were chopped up bananas put in there. So I, I was like, I don't want the bananas, but I took the f the other fruit. So I had a little bit of that fruit. So I'm like, okay, I did have some fruits. You know, I had some. I had an avocado and some uh, peaches and mandarin oranges and some eggs and some sausages. I think I had three of them. So three of them I think is 100 calories and then the eggs are 70 calories each. So I probably made it almost to about that 400 calorie mark of a slightly healthier, you know, it wasn't like super healthy it wasn't like oats and berries or whatever but it wasn't that bad of a breakfast compared to eating a pie I was like okay at least I have some servings of like vegetables protein a lot of protein because I'm like I do want to exercise this morning but I feel good about it I feel better about it than that stupid pie idea like you know and it didn't really take me that long it, it took me like Okay, it took me maybe 30 minutes because I started cooking around like 7.40. And I started eating around 8.10. And, you know, I do have a little bit of a headache. I've had it all morning. It's probably a stupid PMS situation, but um, I feel good about the choice. I mean, it wasn't like the healthiest of healthy things foods, you know, but it wasn't the worst. I mean, we've got some bison burgers that I can make later. 
You've got that chicken salad that's in there. You've got a bunch of green beans that I just cooked. So as far as meat and vegetables, I'm fine on that. I don't really need much more today, but like meat and vegetables for the most part. So I, I feel decent about it. And that is probably one of the biggest struggles of today is waking up earlier when I wanted to sleep in, cooking food when I didn't feel like it. Uh, so I'm off to an okay start, you know. And I was like, I gotta get some podcast episodes in, because I don't want to start slowing down on it, um, because I have some things on the agenda. So, I guess that's my check-in. Early month, early in the week, um, gonna see how far I get on this research with this topic. Now, I'm, I'm not gonna keep calling it Manosphere, I gotta find another name. But we're basing it off of those manosphere topics. So what is this manosphere topic? The way I understand it is there are people that are incels. I-N-C-E-L-S. These people that are considered incels that have a hard time. These cis hetero men have a hard time finding dates with, you know, cis hetero females they might be, I think somebody said they're involuntarily celibate and they aren't okay with, you know, the fact that, you know, what these guys are saying, what these guys are frustrated about is they're saying that cis hetero females choose taller men, so men that are over 5'6", they choose men with more money and a lot of these incels tend to be a younger age um, tend to live at home with their parents and tend to not have work and so they're not attractive to women that date men that's kind of the general argument I mean there's a lot more depth to it but the general argument is that you know there's a lot of men out there cishet men that are very upset with this there is this topic I talked about it a bit ago but I can't remember the term where there's a lot of cishet men or a group a, a, a subset of them that want to move to other countries like East Asian cultures where you know maybe like a western male would be considered of value and they want a woman who's traditional kind of like a stay-at-home mom or someone who wears tradition follows traditional female gender roles lets the man do the masculine cultural things and the female does the cooking and the cleaning and the male goes to work and the male supports the female and the male is the more educated one and the male makes more money and brings home the bacon and the female's happy to serve the male his food and keep the house in order and there's a lot of men that want this they're having a hard time finding cishet females that aren't maybe competing with them in the Western world, a lot of cishet females are educated. They make their own money. 
So I feel like some of these cishet guys are kind of feeling like, okay, well, what's our value if now these women are making money and they're calling the shots? Now it's like they're competing with these women and they don't want to compete with them. You know, they want to have to be at the top of the competition so that they can provide and fulfill that masculine role. Dare I say, I don't know if this is, I don't know if I'm reading this right, but it almost feels like to me, um, on one end it might be like an ego thing, it might be a, like a, an insecurity, on another end it might be, is this dysphoria even the right word? Um, but I, I don't know. Because I was kind of thinking about it just now, like, um, I don't, I don't follow traditional gender roles. There's certain things that I'm way more comfortable doing than others. Certain things I'm way more comfortable wearing than others. I've got a wedding to go to in May. I'm not going to wear a dress. I don't want to wear a dress. You know, if someone asked me to be a bridesmaid and wear a dress, I would probably decline. Um... specific people I wouldn't be comfortable around this certain setting wearing a dress now I know it's almost expected and unspoken that a woman who goes to a wedding is probably going to wear a dress especially when you have certain traditional cultures you could probably get away with wearing like business attire like a business you know female business clothing with like slacks, shoes, you know, some kind of jacket, blouse, whatever you want to call it. I could probably get away with that. Something that's feminine looking on that end or some kind of mask type suit, but kind of more feminine color, colors, uh, or maybe fit to it that's maybe a little different. I'm going to play with it, but, you know, I already know that certain things make me dysphoric, um, and if I were with, I remember being, I've talked about this before, being with a guy who, I don't remember if we were, like, dating at the time, a cishet guy, um, I don't know he was het he was maybe bi he was bi actually but I say I say cishet but he wasn't but I don't think he would tell people that he wasn't he would tell people he he's heterosexual um so that's a whole other we're not gonna get into that but basically we were at a setting where you know, somebody in charge of, like, an event was, like, you know, I need somebody to wash the dishes and somebody to dig out this, the sand out of the fire pit, because we're going to make a fire, and the previous people had filled the fire pit with sand to put out the fire, and so I was closest to the fire pit, so I dug out the shovel, I, I took the shovel, 
and started digging out the fire pit. And this man that I was there with, we were there early, so there were two of us, and then the guy who was running the event, he was there, like, unloading the van and everything, and we were there early. We were on time, but we were earlier than everybody else, so we were like, oh, we'll, we'll pitch in and help. And so I start digging out the fire pit, and this guy comes over to me, and he's kind of like, oh, let me, let me do that. Why don't you go wash the dishes? And I'm just kind of like, I don't know if he's trying to be chivalrous. Because he did used to carry, like when I had a guitar, you know, he used to carry my guitar while I had my backpack. And I didn't stop him from doing it. And so I kind of know that, you know, whenever I was carrying a lot of stuff, he would always try to carry, help me carry stuff. He was kind of chivalrous like that. But something about that bothered me. I was, I was that kind of like, go wash the dishes, I want to do the digging kind of thing. That was kind of like, okay, like, I'm not incapable of doing this. I'm already doing it. I'm closer. You were already over there by the dishes. Why don't you wash the dishes? But I understand, you know, as a, as a man, you know, he's trying to be helpful. But to me, I was a little put off by it. I mean, I never brought it up to him, I don't think. But I was kind of like, this is not going to, this isn't going to fly with me, you know. Um, I just didn't like the way that felt. And I was just like, mm. So part of me can somewhat understand, just from an experience like that, part of me can somewhat understand, you know, if I, I, I mean, I'm not a cishet man, I can't really put myself in those shoes, not necessarily, but if I were, you know, and especially in a public environment, it might be a little hard to be like, okay, I'm a cishet man with this cishet girlfriend, and my girlfriend's paying all the bills, my girlfriend has a better job than me, my girlfriend drives a cooler car, and I don't even have a car, you know, um, and then there might be a power shift or something, who knows, because I know a lot of times in a lot of cultures, men can be taller, men can have more muscle mass, um, men can have a job that pays better, and, you know, more career opportunity, more competitive pay rates, um, but now that women have that access to the same education and same type of jobs, even though the pay is not always equal, but um, even though women might have the same opportunities, you know, sometimes men are feeling uncomfortable with that because they're like, wait, my masculinity is tied up in this thing, you know? Uh, in my career, in my money, in my car, in my, you know, title, my status, and, but then I'm dating this woman that is doing better than me in all these other areas, you know, looking more prestigious and, you know, maybe wants more power in the relationship or wants more, uh, 
you know, what I say goes, you know, I think it's making these guys feel insecure, but it's doing something to their sense of masculinity. And I don't know how to say it in a way that sounds like sensitive or I just don't know. Um, Because, I mean, I'm a female, you know, I identify as a female. And I am a female that enjoys, you know, expressing certain masculine traits and hobbies and dress styles. But those things aren't, I'm not like doing like some completely masculine version of them. It's just not a completely feminine version of them. I, I guess I'd put it that way. Like, I'm female, I like femininity in myself, but I also like the masculinity in myself, and I don't like to, um, do away with either side. So even something where some guy's like, oh, let me take the shovel, you go wash the dishes, is very, like, I can see it as polite, but also it's like, I'm able-bodied, and I'm not You know, at that time I had no injuries or any reason why I couldn't do the work. I'm used to doing manual labor. You know, it doesn't bother me. I don't feel helpless. I don't feel like he should do this because he's the man. Same with if I've had car trouble in the past. I don't feel like, oh, because there's a man, he needs to change my tire. It's like, if I'm already doing it, I'm going to do it. You know? If I'm at Home Depot looking for something for some kind of, you know, hobby or project I'm working on, you know, I don't need some man to come and try to carry, you know, two, like a couple two by fours out to my car. I can do it myself, you know, like certain things are like, I understand the chivalrous, polite respectful nature that men try to help with but at the same time sometimes I get offended because I'm like well I wasn't raised to be like this helpless princess that like oh I might get a splinter or I might get dirt you know on me let some guy do it it's like if I'm if I'm trying to do something I like to do it you know I don't care if it's heavy or if I have to sweat or get a little dirty doing it it doesn't bother me you know, there's certain stuff around the house that I don't prefer to do, but it's not because it's a men or women's task. It's just because, you know, I like to do, I don't mind cleaning, but I kind of would rather organize furniture, organize stuff. Uh, I'm not really big into like scrubbing and cleaning of dirt and dust and stuff. It's just, it's not because it's a, fe- I don't identify it as feminine. Like, it's a necessity to keep your, keep your stuff clean, you know? I'm not big on doing dishes and stuff. Like, I just don't like it. It's not fun, you know? It's one of those things that I'm like, eh, I'd rather not. Um, but, you know, I don't mind being in the garage and, like, having a dolly and, like, loading it up with, like, boxes and moving them you know, and, like, moving certain stuff around and, like, doing that kind of thing. I don't mind doing that kind of stuff. Um, I really don't mind it. 
it kind of takes my mind off of things, you know, um, part of me likes cooking and cleaning and stuff like that for that reason. It can be very, like, you know, you feel accomplished, you made those decisions to clean that way, and then you get some benefit out of it as well. Having a clean space is nice. Having, you know, healthy food is nice. And when you did that yourself, it feels good. It's like, yeah, so I do like cooking and cleaning and things. But I think the thing that I don't like about it is a lot of times, like at the house where I live, there's other people around. And I like to just kind of, you know, do these as mindful activities. But if I am doing dishes or I am cleaning the floor or I am sweeping in the garage or moving boxes or whatever, there's always a family member that's going to come and talk to me and try to tell me, oh, there's this or oh, there's that or like try to interact. Like I don't want to interact. And so that's another thing where it's like when I'm cleaning and I'm doing things, I'm trying to just focus on what I'm doing, do it as a mindful activity, you know, and just kind of get into it. I like doing work. I like, you know, I'm, I'm getting more into enjoying like cleaning and doing stuff like that because I noticed that it feels better when it's done. I've accomplished something. Things look nicer. Like I mentioned earlier with my check-in, if I'm cooking something, it feels good, you know, just to cook food that's healthy versus eating some unhealthy crap because uh, we have a lot of unhealthy crap and then we also have stuff that you know you can kind of make it healthier um so you know there's a part of me that's like okay the cleaning is a necessity even if you're a man you're gonna have to clean your house it doesn't look good when you have people over in your places like it, it can be embarrassing when it's like too messy you know, there's like a certain like, oh, I haven't done the laundry yet, or I've got like a stack of clothes like on my amp or something like that, where it's like, okay, some things are like, all right. And then there's like the certain kind of messy where it's like you have not cleaned for like probably over a month. And if somebody sees something like that, it's like, ooh, like, why haven't you cleaned? You know, it either you're not organized lately, or maybe you're depressed, like it just doesn't give a good view to some other person when they see that you know people it's kind of a sign that something's going wrong like I'm not I don't know how to say it in a way that's like nicer but I deal with that too I'm not saying like other people that I never deal with that like I'm not the cleanest neatest person if I invited people over right now you know I need to dust I need to put some stuff away I need to clean my floor like sweep um I need to do that at the least, but I kind of like to clean on my own time, with my own energy, without other people interfering. Um, but I can understand somewhat, you know, of people who are like, if there's some kind of dysphoric um, experience when somebody else is doing things um that are kind of like you feel like it's your role to do um like I remember one holiday way back I think there was like one night or one day where I was like really excited and I was like yeah I'm gonna make these like lentils or whatever and I start making it the next day and then my mom comes over and 
she, you know, she wants to chop this or chop that or like, you know, and then I just, I remember just leaving the kitchen because I was like frustrated and I was like, you know what, clearly like, I didn't say it, but I was like, clearly she wants to do this because it's a holiday meal and she wants to cook it all because she cooks it all usually. And I was kind of excited the night before to like help cook. And ever since then, I never did because I was just like, you know what, it's kind of her thing. She kind of likes to do it. It's her role. So I'll just let her do it. You know, I'm not going to step on anybody's toes. You can kind of see with the actions where it's like, okay, she's stepping it over here and stepping. It's like, okay, like I could do it myself, but you know, it kind of got to a point where she kept stepping in so much that I was like, okay, at this point, you're the one who's doing it. I'm not even cooking. You're cooking. So I just kind of stepped back and was like, let her do her role. She's the mother. She wants to cook the holiday meal, all of it, every dish of it. So let me just let her cook it. And kind of the same with like, you know, like my dad, like say, like we do like a Sabbath dinner or supper kind of thing like so if he's in the house after he's done with church he'll go buy some kind of takeout and then we'll eat it at home probably late afternoon like around 1 2 o'clock we'll be eating and he's the one who buys that or when when we did used to go out to eat as a family more often he would pay the bill um, I mean, there's certain things that I feel like these are his role. He wants to do it. Um, if I were to pick up the check, he'd maybe be grateful or nice about it, but maybe not. He'd be like, you know, this is my family. I'm the dad. I'm the one who wants to pay for this. Um, so there is this kind of like stepping on people's toes with roles that even, even when it's not like a, uh, like a dating thing even with just family dynamics you know it's kind of there so so far I watched um one episode where this guy Mackin Murphy Mackin Murphy he was talking to I think this guy's YouTube channel is called Sissy Fuss I don't even know what I think it's S-I-S-S-Y-P-H-U-S something like that I'll, I'll link it below one episode he was talking to a trans woman the first one I saw though um, the guy who runs Sissy Fuss was talking to Mackin uh, Mackin Murphy and I came across Mackin Murphy from the guy I mentioned before in the previous episode the black guy with the dreads um, or locks, I guess you're, you're supposed to say locks, not dreads, sorry, um, but he was talking about the manosphere and these kind of topics about these incels that are, these guys are having trouble, and the thing that he mentioned that I think kind of stuck out, what Mackin talked about, like, he's a He's a researcher with relationships and things. And so he's basing what he says not on like some bad experiences with women or some uh, some some 
like bad experiences with women or um, some kind of like you know getting too much into his ego or too like insecure um, he's basing it on you know collecting data and what the research shows and he showed you know through his answers he said that a lot of the incels you know they do have maybe they're shorter than five six maybe they're you know living at home with no job um so living at home with no job you know and shorter and maybe physically not as attractive um and hygiene might not be as good and so one thing he mentioned he was like you know people can wear shoes with lifts or boots to make them like give them maybe like an inch or two spike up their hair um so that works a little bit you know he mentioned that some of these guys could get haircuts that kind of suit their face and stay and for people to stay groomed you know shower brush your teeth he mentioned things like teeth whitening you know proper fitting clean matching clothes it doesn't even have to be like name brand but clothes that are in good shape that fit good um that are clean don't have holes or stains and all kind of stuff just look like putting more effort into appearance you know brush your teeth maybe a little longer you know scrub under your arms maybe a little better um wash a little bit longer you know um comb your hair maybe a little bit you know take a little more attention to detail he said that on average you know when he was comparing like the cis when people compared like cishet women and cishet men saying that like women are more attractive than men they say like on average the average cishet woman takes about 30 minutes longer getting ready than the average cishet man and so just that extra 30 minute effort like even think about it as like cleaning your house if you go through like in your bedroom and you just take a, a napkin or something and you walk one direction and you clean everything that's like a, a surface and then you take another napkin and you walk the other direction and wipe the floor just like once you know and then you take everything that's visibly out of place and you bundle it up and throw it in your closet shut the door and then you leave I mean on the surface it looks kind of clean it's kind of kept up but if somebody comes in your room and they take off their shoes and they're only wearing socks you know their socks are probably still gonna get a little dirty from your floor you know they might if they sit at your desk they might get a little dust on them if you have like a dusty surface because you only wiped it once you know versus actual dusting actual cleaning actual scrubbing actual like folding the clothes and putting them away or you know I have a drawer that it's like if I wore something maybe once things like jackets or like 
if I have like did I if I wore a t-shirt and I was I have like this long sleeve button down that sometimes I'm like eh, I want some long sleeves on but I'm not like wearing I'm wearing it like just some sleeves over a t-shirt I'm not buttoning it up or anything I'm just wearing it on top kind of almost like a jacket and then I just take it off if it gets a little warm and then maybe shorts that I wore to like I don't know shorts to like go to CVS or something like you know and I mean like you know what I mean just like sometimes you just buy something or have something to just that you wear but you're, you haven't like fully worn it or like you know sometimes I sit around my room with like a tank top or I, I joke with friends and say it's like clothing optional and I'm not like fully dressed and I just put something on and then go you know so sometimes I do that sometimes I'm like I'm not really gonna you know like sometimes that's just how I am I'm like not fully dressed and then it's like maybe I'm going to the kitchen just to make lunch real quick I'm not gonna go topless to the kitchen I'm gonna just grab a t-shirt put it on grab some pants put them on go to the kitchen whip up some food and come back to my room and maybe I'll eat it in my room and watch a movie or something and then I'll go back and put the dishes away and you know that's all that I wore those clothes was within like an hour of time and then maybe I'll just take them back off again maybe too much information but you know if I take something like that I'm not just gonna throw it in the laundry you know it's like I barely wore it you know and it's just like house clothes like stuff that you wouldn't really wear out but you're wearing it because it's like you know um, you're wearing it because it's you know uh, clothing so you're not nude walking around the house especially if you share with other people and they don't want to see that you know I don't think my mom wants to see me walking naked all over the house like that doesn't sound like something she'd be comfortable with it's not something I'd be comfortable with <laughs> so I mean just thinking about it on that level it's like nobody's gonna you know, nobody wants to you know think about think about certain things or you know make certain stuff um you know like I don't I don't know I lost my train of thought sorry but like basically what I'm trying to say is you know I have a drawer for clothes like that that I kind of barely wore and those are the kind of clothes that I tend to kind of just have out like I was saying I have clothes on top of my amp sometimes I'll have them at the end of my bed and it's like okay I have a drawer a bottom drawer where I could just fold up those kind of clothes the stuff that I wore like once and just throw them in the bottom drawer I mean those aren't the clothes I wear when I go out if I'm actually going out with someone or if I'm actually going shopping or something I'm not gonna wear that kind of stuff that kind of stuff stays in the bottom drawer and then when I need something that's just casual for now, I'll take it out of the drawer. So I even have a place for this stuff. I've started keeping a, a space for the stuff that's just in the way, that's out and messy. Even though nobody's coming in here, like we don't have company, nobody's coming in my room. But 
it's kind of like, that's just kind of how, how I'm trying to like set things up, you know? And even the little effort when you're cleaning in the house or whatever, um, that goes a long way. And so when you think about things like, or people that are saying, okay, they're incels, they don't, you know, have attractive qualities, women are never going to like them, um, you know, they do recommend that, you know, within someone's power, they can they can put a little more effort in and see if that helps. Just a little more effort. Um, I mean, mental health is another thing that I think doesn't get accounted for because a lot of times if people feel like down on themselves or feel like other people feel bad about them, they're not going to want to... not going to want to follow these, uh, these types of, um, problems, like they're not going to want to, um, you know, it, it, it's a cycle, it's kind of like the whole thing, when you're depressed, you don't make the best healthy decisions. And because you don't make the most healthy decisions, it's not going to help your depression. Um, I'm not saying that's the only thing to consider with depression, but it's one thing. It's one thing to consider. Um, So, I don't know. It's just, it's a lot to think about for sure. Alright guys, I'm running an errand mid-episode. I decided to go get some chapstick and a C4 so that I can cram in my workout this morning. Um, Alright, so let's head back home. But I didn't really finish my last talking point, so I guess... What we could say is, you know, when it comes to are we recording? I guess we're recording. When it comes to the LGBTQ plus population, does any of this stuff apply? Um, I don't really know if. let's say lesbians um, are looking for taller people I would say that there is something to uh, the attractiveness of you know job career choices uh, financial security things like that uh, cleanliness I do think I wouldn't say men don't look for that because it seems like gay men look for that too so I just think in general 
people like to see others having good qualities and I don't want this to sound like I think that cishet men are like bad or gross or whatever like there's there's gross in every type of group um there's you know people that could probably take better care in every type of group and it's just you know it's not to be superficial but I think in all honesty one thing that gets kind of overlooked is something that we kind of touched on already is like you know someone who doesn't clean themselves who doesn't wash themselves like I I talked to this one lady once who lived pretty far but we were kind of talking online and by phone and I remember she kind of mentioned um because she was just kind of like hey what are you up to what are you doing and I was like oh yeah I was just getting some laundry done and she was just like you'd be surprised how many people don't wash their clothes like that's really good like she she kind of said something positive about it and I was just thinking like that's just the most basic thing just doing laundry you know it's not a big deal like I didn't think it I've never heard anybody like commend (laughs) commend me or like say anything like positive about the fact of doing groceries I'm of doing laundry and then I remember once way back like probably in my early 20s somebody was talking about somebody like smelling bad or something and I I I was like oh I hope I don't smell bad you know and one of my friends was like no you always smell good you know and because when I used to go like I used to have wrinkly clothes and I was a little like insecure about it so what I used to do which is not very efficient uh for the environment but I used to put a a dryer sheet and throw my like a shirt or the pants or whatever I was going to wear in the laundry even though it was clean already but just to unwrinkle it and then while I was taking a shower I would put that stuff in the dryer it would just be in the dryer it was already cleaned but you know if I had maybe not folded my clothes on time or whatever it wasn't it it would maybe be wrinkled and so it would make the clothes smell good too because I would just had it with the dryer sheet in there and so when I would go out with friends I would do that and so I was because I was a little self-conscious because I'm a sweaty person and I was like oh man you know but that was just like one simple thing that like and then somebody complimented me about you know that I smell nice and I was like that wasn't something I was aware of that people notice that I smell like dryer sheets you know but it's like I'd rather smell like a dryer sheet than like stinking and then because I wasn't wearing like dirty clothes it was just you know they they weren't I if I didn't do anything to them it wouldn't have been like a very appealing style to go out wearing the clothes as they were and so that was my method of making some effort and this was like a little bit after high school like I was kind of like and maybe I did this in high school too I don't remember now but you know I was like okay so I don't smell bad and then later on when somebody was like okay you did you do your laundry you know (laughs) things like that now when people come over to the house when people used to come over like yeah we had a messy house like you know we have five people and we don't all clean on the same day so even if somebody was cleaning up their mess there'd be four other people's messes you know we have a house with a lot of stuff I wouldn't say like hoarder pack rat kind of thing but like we accumulate stuff that nobody you know like you know like newspapers that come in the mail so there might be like 
on the kitchen table or on a chair in the kitchen there might be like a, a a chair or a table that has like a bunch of old mail or like sales newspapers on it or so, like stuff like that that looks like a little like okay like you could have done a little better cleaning that up or whatever or like you know like somebody eventually cleans but it's like we don't have like okay Sundays we clean or like we all clean as a family it's kind of like whoever gets in the mood to clean just kind of cleans at random and it doesn't matter if we're having company like when I was younger I didn't care about the cleanliness of my house because we always had friends over so I wasn't gonna just clean the house because I was having friends over because they would always just people just invite themselves or just hop in the car and come over and so things like that but I would say with LGBTQ plus populations in our community um I would say that you know I don't think people are going to look past, you know, that kind of effort, like cleanliness effort. Like when it comes to things like height or muscle mass or whatever, that's probably not, not maybe like the biggest of concern. Maybe even age isn't really the biggest of concern for, I don't know how many people, if it's some people, most people, a lot of people, but there are some rules that like LGBT people maybe don't follow as much, like you know, I don't know if there's trans guys that are like, I need to date, you know, if they date women, any kind of women, like they need the women to be like shorter than them. I I know there are a lot of cishet guys that prefer that, but do trans guys prefer that? I, I don't know if that's like a necessity for all of them. And there are things like that. That's kind of like, you know, you can see a lot of differences and the things that people will kind of like, dislike, um, prefer, have this worry around. But when people are trying to choose someone that they're interested in, there are things that are going to turn them off. I mean, if somebody smells bad, it's probably going to turn them off. If, it, if they don't look groomed, it's probably going to turn a person off, especially when you don't really know them that well. And then there's other qualities if it seems like they're maybe lazy or not motivated or if they've got some kind of depression that's leading to like hoarding or some kind of thing or if their personality is just kind of like too rude there's a lot of things that like could turn someone off and one other thing that someone mentioned and then this will be the last the research mentioned you know like when they was talking about the cishet guys that were considered incels like they were recommending for these guys to like work out more and that is another thing like physical fitness um so I don't really know like it's not it's not um it's not um bad or wrong you know, like, it's not, I don't know what I'm trying to say. Like, I'm not saying people are superficial if they're looking for these things. Like, these are good things to look for. Because if you think about it, some some stuff really is an indicator that there might be other problems. Like, um, you know, like if you've ever gone into someone's bathroom and it's had like a mold issue that's that's something that's kind of common but if you've gone in 
to some like if you've ever slept over at someone's house and you're like they have probably never cleaned this tub never cleaned the toilet never cleaned the sink and it's like you're almost like trying not to really touch anything like that's not like you're usually not going to be like thrilled about that it's not like oh yes let me like put my feet in this nasty shower you know in this nasty tub and like contract some kind of like fungus or something like you're gonna see it and be like I don't really know you know um you know and it's not to judge those people but it's kind of like for for things to accumulate to that level usually it takes okay what if you don't clean for one week there's still gonna be signs of grime you know if you don't clean for two weeks there's usually gonna be quite a bit of grime Once you get to that third week, it's like there's noticeable like a ring around the toilet. The sink is is definitely there's residue on it. The shower floor, the you know, there's there's, you know, probably hair places and like, you know, it's not just the let's rinse it off real quick. Like you're you're going to need to clean it, scrub it with some cleaner, you know, by the third week. If you go past three, four weeks five six weeks that's when you start seeing that like mold and like stains and stuff it's so it's like if you think about okay this person hasn't cleaned their bathroom for like five weeks and it's like and then you think about how am I gonna develop a life with this person or like is this gonna become a problem like that's just like and if they know you're coming over and they didn't even make the effort to make it try to look nice you know and they just let you come over with it looking like that Yes, it's vulnerable, but at the same time, it's like, it just, it's kind of, it shows, it shows something that's, I'm not saying people should be inauthentic about it if they're dealing with something, but it is, it's a tough place to be because it's like, you don't want to be like, oh, I'm only cleaning because somebody's coming over and then leave, leave the life in a mess all the time. But you also don't want to be like not cleaning and let people see that and then that might be the difference between getting another date or having them back over. People aren't going to feel comfortable coming over if your place is really like messy is one thing. Cluttered is, is one thing depending on the clutter. But if it's just like dirty to a point where people don't feel comfortable taking off their shoes and walking on your floor. Cause they're like, Oh, my white socks are going to be destroyed. If you have like wet spots on your floor and stuff and like droppings of animals and spider webs all over and stuff like it's kind of like it takes weeks for a place to get in that kind of you know in that kind of um you know level it takes weeks for that and so to think okay this person within five weeks or so they're not even cleaning you know And then if you think about a person's body and you're like, do they even shower every day or every other day? I mean, some people, you know, I mean, technically you don't really have to shower every single day, technically, but it's like in American culture, you kind of do it. Um, You don't really have to, but it's like if you're working out and doing all kinds of like physical labor, you probably should should, you know, wash if you're sweating I could understand if you're just laying in bed on a Saturday and watching Netflix and then the next day on Sunday you're just like, you know, on your computer at your desk or whatever for most of the day. It's like, yeah, you're not, you're still going to get grimy and oily and stuff needs to be cleaned because your body has fluids and oils and stuff. But, you know, 
you might not be in as bad of a shape as, as if you went to the gym on Saturday and ran like a mile then went to the sauna and then didn't shower and then came back and like jumped in the ocean on Sunday, you know, and got a little swim in and went to the beach and had your feet in the dirty sand and stuff. And then you come home and don't shower after two days of that. Like that would be just like you you got to take care of that, you know, like and and, it, and some people wouldn't. And that's what I'm saying. Like there is like there's a level, I think, of of mess that I think some people are willing to just be like, OK, there's a little mess like we can look past this. And then there's another level that's like, whoa, like I wasn't expecting you to have this. It's a little shocking. And then there's another level that's like so unclean that you're like, I don't even know if I want to eat off of this person's dishes. And you're almost kind of like, hey, let's go out. Let's like not hang out in your dirty, moldy, spiderweb, dusty, grimy house. Uh, Like, I don't I feel like it's almost like a health hazard. And it's just. You know, I'm not trying to, like, look down on people. I mean, I've been in in places where it's, like, I've had people over where my place was just wrecked. And I'm just, like, this is is me for now. You know, it's not always me. But it's, like, I've been in times where I was, like, I had someone maybe over that needed to change real quick. And it was, like, really embarrassing. And I was just, like, well, either I tell my friend they can't come over and change in my my room or they're going to see my mess. And at least they had positive things to say because they were like, oh, you snowboard and like, I like your yoga mat and stuff. And like, they were into the sports stuff. But I was kind of like, dude, that's embarrassing that like my place is just like that. And they, they were kind of understanding. They were like, oh yeah, I can tell like, you probably aren't living like ideally where you want to be and stuff. And I was like, yeah, but you know, it was our time, you know? And I was just like, it was, it was a mess, you know, (laughs) but it was kind of like, a stuff mess like it just the stuff wasn't put away nicely it wasn't like grime and dirt and like spilled like old food and stuff like that it was just like I wasn't expecting anyone to come in my room therefore I didn't clean it and so I had like an embarrassing moment about it but um I mean it's not a good look and I wasn't trying to date this person anyways but I'm glad that maybe they didn't tell anybody because that's not a good look you know um but you know you want to try to impress people like not in a shallow way but like you want to get yourself together enough to a point that you feel like somebody's not going to be throwing up red flags because of the grime or the dirt or like stuff that you can take care of like you know brush your teeth so that there's no thing like staining it at least like you don't even have to do the teeth whitening but brush them enough that they look like you brush them completely like some people see details you know cut your nails so that they're they look like you groomed them within the last week or so like maybe maybe your nails grow fast but you don't want to have like long dirty nails is just I don't know that's something that kind of grosses me out but you know, there's things like that where it's like, you know, wash your face so you don't have like cruddy stuff on your face, you know, make sure your clothes aren't wrinkled, make sure you're not stinking. I mean, even if you are a sweaty person, you know, you don't want to smell bad, you know, wear the cleanest thing that you have, you know, take care to kind of like make the effort, 
you don't even have, it's, it's not even like I need to go get a new haircut or need to go get like a professional shave or spend all this money. Like just take the time to do it. Like, you know, maybe put some gel in your hair and like comb it through a couple times and make sure it stays and like, or whatever you're going to do to your hair, like make sure your hair is kind of like looking fine make sure your clothes, you know, do like a full mirror check, you know, make sure you don't have like your shirt tucked into your underwear or like your pant leg tucked into your socks or like if it's not the style you're going for, you know, like make sure you look like you meant to walk out the door like that. Like I remember once like we used to have these dryer sheets and some of my pants were like cargo pants with those like, uh, I still have pants like this that have like the Velcro pockets Make sure you don't have, like, a dryer sheet or, like, a weird, like, some panties or underwear or socks stuck stuck to your Velcro. Like, weird little things that are, like, yeah, it's funny, haha, But it's, like, some people are going to be, like, did you know <laughs> that you were leaving the house looking like this? And it might be embarrassing to them if they're introducing you to their friends, your shirt's, like, inside out or whatever. And it's, like, you just do a once-over, you know, get ready early that's one thing I've learned. I hate, I, I like to get ready right before I leave. That's what I would prefer. But then it's like, I'm always running shorter on time. I've learned, you know, get ready early, maybe like an hour before you would probably usually get ready so that you have plenty more time. So that if you're going like maybe 20 minutes before you need to walk out the door, now you're like looking over yourself a little bit. You you don't even have to take the whole 20 minutes, but at least you're not like, okay, 20 minutes, jump in the shower and like comb my hair and do all the stuff. And then you might easily miss some stuff like start early getting ready. And that's another sign that you're like exhausted. If you're like, I want to wait to the last minute to do everything to get ready. I want to wait to the last minute and not clean and have people over. And like, if you don't have the energy to clean and you don't have the energy to clean yourself and clean your space you know something's something else is going on there and I'm not saying people shouldn't date when they're like that but it's like other people might notice that you've got something going on emotionally or stress-wise or just your energy's not where it needs to be you know people want to meet you and they probably want to have fun they're not trying to like worry about like your mental state and being like oh like I've seen some signs that this person doesn't really take care of themselves you know, you don't have to have everything clean and sparkling, but it's like at least make some effort, you know, things are going to get messy and you're not going to have time to clean and you're going to have stuff all over your car, you know, but you don't want that to be the first thing they see is like when you give them a ride in your car, you've got to like take hand like arm loads full of stuff of junk and just like throwing like empty bottles and fast food bags and stuff and like trying to like stow it away while they're watching you with your messy stuff it's like throw that stuff away before you go pick them up you know it's like things like that where I'm just like I'm not trying to sound like it like a jerk because I mean I've been in all those situations where people have seen my dirty things and I'm just like whoa like maybe I should have like taken care of that first or I was too tired so I didn't do it and so I, I slacked on it or my mood hasn't been in a place where I had the energy to really deal with it. So I just avoided it and rested instead or whatever I did instead that felt happier than cleaning. And so I've been avoiding it and people are going to notice that. And that's that that's OK because it's normal. But it's like you can't expect if that's how you live your life, you can't expect that everybody's going to want to 
jump on that bandwagon, you know, and and sign up for for, you know, a relationship with somebody who has those things not really squared away early on because things are going to get bad and messy anyway. So if you think about it, you know, it's like you're going to get busy. You're going to have times where you haven't washed your car for a bit. You're going to have times where you haven't cleaned out the inside of the car. You're going to have times where, you know, the laundry stacks up. So you don't want that to be the first impression. Like maybe once somebody gets to know you, then you can be like, oh, just I haven't cleaned my car in a bit. Like, sorry. But it's like at least when they usually would see your car or usually would see your bedroom, it was usually clean. Like you usually had clean stuff on, you know, but it's just like, oh, today I'm like, I need to do my laundry, you know. And so it's like, okay, you can have it every once in a while. But I do think it's worth kind of trying to see yourself through someone else's eyes. Um, Don't shame yourself, you know, but try to see yourself through someone else's eyes because sometimes it's like, it's very eye-opening to try to see what other people might be seeing. Um, and I don't know if that's a particularly LGBT perspective. Some of it is, but, uh, we'll get back into this. If you guys gravitate towards these topics, we'll get back into it. If not, if you guys aren't into it, then we're just not gonna go down this route or I might just study it on my own and bring it up at random. But this is kind of what I'm looking at lately. Uh, I got to get a workout in. I just went and got some C4 and I got to get some work done on my computer. And that's it for now.